Podcast Studios. This, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now. Happy 420, everybody. Someone's screwing around with, there I am. Okay, sorry. Someone's pressing the buttons in our studio. Oh, you know what? I don't understand why people come in this (laughs) studio anyway, because we like things left a certain way, and... And they should know that by now, <laughs> that if they don't do it exactly, we're going to know. And and we caught them again. Listen, I know how we sound. But I also know that this podcast studio took a lot of work. Yes. And here we are. <laughs> now, we let other people we let other people use it. It's fine every now and again. Well, listen, it's a shared space uh, that most people have. And, and if you're in a shared space and you're used to things being a certain way and the other person that you share it with likes to move things around, at some point, this is going to come to blows. I think so, too. I, it sucks. We talked a bit about on our radio shows, which you can listen to just about anywhere that you're listening from. You can hear us. We're on 91.5 The Beat in Kitchener in the morning and 90, uh, Energy 95.3 as well. And then we're on Fresh 93.1 in the evenings in Barrie. In the afternoons, we're in London at 103.1 Fresh Radio. And we were talking a bit about uh, the things that people do at work, like coworkers do when you when they leave stuff behind. What's the weirdest thing you've seen? And some of that shit's gross. Oh yeah, like Pe- someone left like a full blown like just ketchup splatter all over the keyboard and just didn't think to clean that up, even though it's a shared workspace. Awful. Somebody was uh, clipping their toenails and left the clippings in the cubicle. That is so nasty. What is wrong with people? What is wrong with people? I, I honestly think that civilization is slowly dying out. We're really losing some of the the decor that we had for a while. It's really starting to go downhill, Kat, when people are just, fuck it. I'm just going to take my socks and shoes off here at work and trim my nails. Like... What, what, where, where were you raised in a fucking jungle? <laughs> Seriously, God. it feels like that, doesn't it? Uh, it is 420, and Uber Eats was one of the first today to put out some new 420 cannabis numbers. And it's an interesting look. It's only been about a year that you've been able to go on an app and have weed delivered right to your mm-hmm. home, much like you would have food delivered. They've released the top five cities in Ontario that order the most cannabis. No surprise, Toronto orders the most. Specifically in Toronto, the financial district orders more cannabis than any other area of the biggest city in the country. They work hard in that area. Do you think it's a, it's not a delivery during work, mind you. Do people who work in the financial industry tend to live in the financial district? I don't know as much about that area of Toronto, to be honest with you. They're all living in mansions in Oakville. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So I don't think it's actually the people that's, it's, you're not wrong though. It's true. Those are the people who really have like, they got some pretty decent places. Probably elsewhere. Nonetheless, though, that is interesting. Can I say I, f- I forget sometimes, by the way, that you can even get that delivered? Cannabis? Yeah. I never think of it either. I don't ever. Th- not that I've ever been in that position of like, holy fuck, I need it right now. <laughs> right <laughs> now. But I also have a cannabis shop a kilometer from my house. Oh, good. Yeah. I live in Burlington, so they're literally every 500 meters. See, so you're co- it's convenient for you, too, to even just walk. You could walk there. I could. Yeah. I don't, but I could. <laughs> I'm not walking anywhere. The only time I walk that far is to walk the dog, and I can't bring the dog in there. Actually, so then I'm, I don't tie my dog up outside stores. I just don't do it, so I wouldn't. I don't know if you've ever noticed or not, but if you have a value buds near you, they're pet friendly. You can bring your dog in with you. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. See, I wonder if the one near mine, mine's like a like a mom and pop. It's I don't. There's nothing else like it. So I should ask them actually. One time I pop in. Like, can I bring my dog? He ain't gonna pee on anything. I shouldn't promise that, but he, I think he's not gonna pee on anything. <laughs> so Toronto's number one. And the financial district in particular orders more than anybody, followed by the Junction, Flemington Park, 
Scarborough Junction, and then the Young and St. Clair area. Okay. The second city that orders the most cannabis in Ontario, Aurelia. 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 What is it about Aurelia? So at first I thought, well, it's just boredom. There's nothing else to do. And then I thought, no, no, there's got to be more to it than that. A more nuanced response. I think it's because it's such a vast area, Simcoe County, Mm -hmm. that they can't possibly have a pot shop close to everybody. So it's easier just to have Uber Eats deliver it. I didn't think about that. In a lot of these areas, though, I'm sure that convenience is a factor. I mean, when you mention those spots in Toronto that are mainly ordering it to their door. Yeah. Like if I'm living in a condo in Toronto, if I could just have someone like buzz the front door and then I pick up my stuff and I mean everything, groceries, whatever it is, I'm doing it. I'm probably doing it. So it doesn't surprise me that people are doing it for weed. Pickering is number three, followed by Barry at number four. And Oshawa at number five. Man, the East End must be pretty lit. Pickering and Oshawa in the top five of pot Mm. ordered on Uber Eats. The schwa, huh? Now, what are we ordering? What are we ordering for delivery? The number one thing that Uber Eats delivers when it comes to cannabis is the THC solid milk chocolate bar. Okay. Edible number one. That's interesting. Okay. Can I tell you the edibles don't do anything for me? Oh, can I say that's the only thing I do? Really? I can't smoke anything. The edibles that you get here in Ontario, people have tried them and they're all like, oh, just take a little bit. Just bite a little bit off the corner. And while that may be true for the, the underground shit that your buddy is making... It's not true for the stuff that you get at the cannabis it's jobs. Fr- it does. I can eat that entire chocolate bar and probably not feel anything. Are you anything. serious? Yeah. See, and that varies by person because I can't have more than one little square and the whole package would be like 10 and I can do one little square of that, one quarter of it. Really? And I'm buzzing. Okay. Yeah. The outlaw pre-rolls is number two, followed by Maui Wowie infused pre-roll. <laughs> Those things are weird. I you, just love the names of them. <laughs> the infused pre-rolls are strange because you'll be smoking it and you're smoking a joint, but it tastes like you're sucking on a strawberry or you're sucking on a lemon I've or never something tried like that. that. Oh, but you don't smoke, so you no. wouldn't you probably wouldn't try an infused pre-roll, but well, They've got these neat flavors. I'm kind of curious to try that, though. One of the reasons I don't is just, like, the feeling in my throat. I don't like it. It messes with me. Like, I feel it in my throat for, like, three days if I have, like, a puff. It's bad. Pink Kush pre-roll followed by strawberry lime soft chews all (gasps) in the top five. Are those, like, um, starbursts? I think they are. You know I don't want to say for sure because I kind of stay away from the edibles again. I have been fucking waiting to talk about. Sorry, I'm really amped up here. I'm not even that bit. Like, I don't even do any of this often. I really don't. But good on you if you do it often. And let me tell you something. Did you know? Because as I said, Starburst, I remembered. So I have a friend that works in the industry. Did you know that a lot of these, the good stuff. Wait. Just so I'm clear, the Starburst industry or the pot no, industry? No, 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 the pot industry. Sorry, <laughs> okay, sorry, right. sorry. I, just, just, I, I didn't know what you were talking about. But kind of. You but, know Willy but, Wonka? But here's the thing is, the answer is kind of to that. The edibles, did you know that there's, the big name companies are a part of these chocolates and candies? That's why some of them are so good. They're so good. I, I want to say it's the spinach brand of gummies. You'll notice are head over heels way better than any other gummy. All the gummies taste like shit. <laughs> they really do. There's a lot of them that just taste bad. Nobody wants to eat them. These ones actually are tasty because it's those companies. They can't advertise it though. So it's uh, actually like the Wonka brands and all those things that are behind it, they get paid basically to give the formula to these companies to, and then they infuse it with the weed. 
So that's why like the good chocolates are probably like a Hershey or something under that, like something like that. Right. That's why the good ones taste good. See, and when you and you know a good one from a shit one, you could taste it. It tastes like fucking cow's asshole sometimes <laughs> when you try to eat an edible. <laughs> and it's the worst. But you can pinpoint the ones. And I'm telling you, uh, spinach. And then for chocolate, bang, B-H-A-N-G. Okay, so spinach for gummies, if that's what you like. All the flavors are great. There's like a blueberry one, all these things. You'll notice because it's actually the candy corporation behind it. And bang, B-H-A-N-G for chocolates. That, you, will, you will thank me because the taste is actually good. I'm happy to know that. Like, are some of these big companies, like is, if I buy yes. a milk chocolate yes. chocolate bar that's infused with THC and I get it at a pot shop, is there a chance that maybe like low-key underground it was made by Hershey or well, made by Lint well, or something and like that's, that? That's all information you can find. They just can't advertise, as you know. It's not like they can be like, Kit Kat, now available under this brand name, but it's our chocolate. They don't do that, but they get paid for it, obviously. It's their formula, but these companies are basically boring the formula and infusing it that way, but they can't advertise it. It's not like you're going to see commercials for freaking Starburst get you high gummies. They're not gonna, they can't do that, right? But yeah. that's why the taste is for some of them is so good. It's because it's actually legit good candy companies behind the recipe. We're going to do just a couple more weed things before we move on. I'm going to tell you a bunch of just wild stories that you might not hear anywhere else other than in After 9. But still with pot for a second, it took four and a half years and a big flip-flop from the mayor, but Mississauga has now approved legal pot shops. Saga was the biggest city in Ontario to not have any legal pot shops, despite it being legal for the last four and a half years. Funny, just yesterday we were we trolling were just, Mississauga. We were just rising on them. Wow. Mayor Bonnie Crombie spoke out in favor of finally opting in, saying it's clear pot is going to be sold in the city, whether it's legal or not, and she wants to ensure there's a safe product for residents. Hmm. All of that is true. But Bonnie, all of that was true four and a half years ago. I really don't understand what you guys yeah. were waiting for, except for sending all of your customers to Brampton, Etobicoke, uh, Burlington, Milton, and, and Georgetown and places like that. Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, we've talked about it many, many times, but okay, that's good news then. There's something. There's some 420 deals out there. Now, I nobody told us what the Canadian deals are. I, I really well, wish that if somebody was going to run one, they would let us know. Yeah, I did I did look it up and you can What is that name of that site? Hang on. Let me look this up because there's a website you can actually go to uh on 420 that will give you all the best deals. It is oh, where the heck is it? Hang on a sec cuz it's Ah, the Chronic Beaver. Isn't that the Beaver. best name you've ever heard? So there's a website called thechronicbeaver.com. That's my rapper name. <laughs> okay, Chronic Beaver. Um, the best deals online for 420. So I actually just kind of take, took a glance at this, and they have some great promotions and things that are happening in Canada for 420. And basically, they're your source. They're your source for Canadian weed, from what I can tell. So they're, they have a list here of all the online dispensaries in Canada when it comes to 420 and all the deals. There's some people doing like a 20% off for 420 or have four for $20 kind of deals, um, all very 420 themed, as you can imagine. So feel free to check that website out. And then all the deals are there. They even have like promo codes, some all kinds of different shit. Oh, Budlift, 20% off coupon. They got a coupon code for that. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. West Coast Cannabis. There you go. Okay, anyway, you can uh, check that out if that tickles your fancy. In the States, a couple of chains have really gotten in on this. For example, Del Taco, which for anyone who's never been to Del Taco, picture 
a dirtier, shittier version of Taco Bell. Yes, Taco Bell would be like a steakhouse compared to Del Taco, but it's wildly <laughs> popular because okay. they do shit like this. For 420, today you can walk in and get eight tacos for $4.20. Wow. How many people are going to get lit like you wouldn't believe as high as the CN Tower and then eat eight tacos for less than five bucks? What is that? Let's. I need a calculator to break that down. What's inside the taco? Is there even meat inside of it? Oh, it's, <laughs> I don't know if that's meat or not. I mean, you'd have to eat one to figure it out. It says that's it's beef 50, or chicken, that's but 52 cents a taco. It can't be good. It might be good. It's not going to be good. You'll be so stoned. <laughs> Nobody's going there unless they're high anyway. It's the you, only reason. Imagine you complain like, hey, man, your tacos are shit. Like, yeah, they're 52 cents each. What do you expect? <laughs> Uh, Smash Burger in America is doing four for $20. Four burgers for 20 bucks is a good deal. Okay. Jimmy John's has unveiled a special munchy crush, munchy crusher sandwich for today. They say it'll leave you full, but if you're high, that's up for debate. Yeah. Fat Burger is selling original fat burgers for $4.20 when you order online. But speaking of Fat Burger, they can't sell it in their actual restaurants, but they've teamed up with uh, a number of dispensaries in LA where they're selling their own brand cannabis infused ketchup. That is where things go wrong. You know, I keep hearing stories about parents who weren't paying attention and, and their kid got into a gummy or something like that. I mean, that's horrible. We want to try and keep these things away from kids and and make sure that nobody accidentally Mm -hmm. ingests cannabis. Agree. Ketchup's a whole other animal. I mean, that's one that adults could accidentally ingest. How many times have you gone to the fridge and you just reach in, grab it, yep, ketchup on my mac and cheese, ketchup on my eggs, or whatever it is you put ketchup on, and then, bam, you're stoned. Just like that. Just like that. Um, While we're talking about pot, though, they have... Hang on, where did it go? While we're talking about pot, though, there's one other story that I wanted to mention, and it comes from Pennsylvania. Local police department is offering a free bag of Doritos to anybody who comes in to have their pot tested for authenticity. Hmm. Here's the thing. It's a trap. Recreational use of cannabis is still illegal in the state of Pennsylvania. (laughs) I was like, what is the purpose of this? Oh, I get it. (laughs) So if you actually show up, I'm here to get my pot tested and my free bag of Doritos. I want to make sure my guy gave me the good shit. They're going to arrest you. But they did say if you turn in oh your dealer, God. they'll give you a family size bag of Doritos. <laughs> oh what my. a great promotion. Isn't it so funny how in one state, one thing's happening, and then the other state, it's like, come buy our weed here. It's um, nuts. America's so fractured. It's so weird. It's weird for me because when I go to the states, there's a couple places that I like to stop. So the place that I'm typically going is Indiana to see my son. It's not legal in Indiana, but it is legal when I'm going through Michigan. On the way there. And there's dispensaries everywhere. So I'll stop and stock up. And then as soon as I cross that state line into Indiana, I'm breaking the law. Even though I bought it perfectly legally in Michigan three hours ago. It's a strange, strange setup. And and they're just not all on the same page there because they're doing it state by state. Whereas we did it nationally. Okay, I told you I had some uh, stories, some fun stories that I wanted to to get on your radar for today, everybody. So let's have a little fun, whether you're high or sober or just hating life right now. Here, here we go. <laughs> I hope you're not hating life. We hope the best for you. Have you ever heard of broken heart syndrome? 
I mean, I could guess what that is. Like when you, some something just happened to you, so your heart's broken. You probably got out of a relationship or some shit like that. So I've heard of it, but typically when you hear the term broken heart syndrome, it's not an actual medical condition. It's just profound sadness. And usually when you hear these stories, it's, a couple that's been married for like 60 years and and he passes away oh. and then she goes real quick right after that because she has a broken right. heart. That's some serious stuff for sure. Totally. It happened under a different circumstance this time and it's one of the first documented cases. After months of suspicion, Leslie Ann Smith from Kansas discovered that her boyfriend was cheating on her. Now she was already reeling from the loss of a beloved family member. Then she discovered the infidelity. She even found the other woman's underwear at her boyfriend's place. No. Then she started to feel her pulse race. Her heart rate shot up. She said she was fearing she was going to die after she discovered the other panties. So she went to the hospital. Doctors completely stumped based on her symptoms. So after a week in the hospital, they finally diagnosed this 31-year-old with broken heart syndrome, also known as stress cardiomyopathy. It's a rare condition that they say can be life-threatening. It occurs when sudden acute stress weakens the heart muscle. Now, because her boyfriend cheated on her, she has to wear a heart monitor probably for the rest of her life. Oh, my goodness. It's an actual life-threatening condition now that she got cheated on. Just profound sadness. That's, that's insane. Under those circumstances, I got maybe we should talk to Sandra Ziskin about that. I would have to think that that's a personal injury inflicted by someone else. She could probably sue. <sighs> Not that people should start suing no. for infidelity, because then the courts are going to be really fucking busy. Oh, they'd be, they'd be even busier than now. Do you know what an ultra runner is? No. In Taipei, they have an ultra marathon. 50 miles. Mm. I watch these people do like the, I don't know, the Bayfront water race and the run for the cure and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And we're talking like there's a 5K, a 10K, and sometimes right. you'll get up to full marathon status. 50 miles, that's a long route. Well, Josea Zekruski is a well-known ultra runner, and she recently won the Taipei Ultra Marathon in Taiwan. But there's controversy. Why? She's now been disqualified. <gasps> what did you do? It's 50 miles, and I guess she figured, they can't watch me for the whole 50 miles. She got in a car and drove. <gasps> oh! Her. She thought it was foolproof what? that she would get away with this and win the ultra marathon. Did someone see her getting in the car? Like, how did she get caught? There is witness testimony, <laughs> which she was going to deny, but you can't <laughs> deny <I> this. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm taking a car. GPS data indicated that she covered a mile of the route in just one minute and 40 seconds. Ultimately, it was found that she had traveled two and a half miles of the route by car. A friend explained that she had just arrived from Australia where she had been traveling for 48 hours and had felt sick and tired during the race. She intended to drop out. Instead, she just took a quick ride and then continued running so that she was running at the beginning and running at the end. She just drove a little bit in the middle. I I mean, that's diabolical. Uh-huh. And then, so she took all the, all the like fame and stuff in the moment, like, hey, I'm number one. 
And then they found out? Then they found out. Well, they went back and looked at the GPS and they said, how the fuck did she run a mile in a minute and 40 yeah, seconds? That's not right. No, it is not. Usain Bolt that's, couldn't do that. That's crazy. Social media having a good discussion about the appropriate frequency of changing your underwear. The conversation started after a woman posted on Reddit asking for opinions on the matter. She had a disagreement with her boyfriend. She revealed that while she changes her underwear daily, as most civilized people do, yes. her partner opts to only wear fresh underwear and fresh socks after the shower. On days that he skips a shower, he'll re-wear the previous day's underwear. Oh, no. Seeking clarity, the woman asked the community online whether they change their underwear and socks daily or if they only do it after showering. Maybe she thought she was going crazy. Like, am I just being ridiculous by changing every day? She admits to changing her undergarments every morning, regardless of whether she showers or not. Her partner feels she is the strange one. <sighs> Where do we start I didn't with this one? Think we'd I think we have to fucking you, do this. No, you and I are probably going to be the exact, on the exact same page on this one. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Well, you said something many, many years ago that stuck with me to this day. If you get out of the shower and put on the same underwear you were wearing before you got in the shower, you're an animal. You're an actual animal. We should put you in a goddamn zoo. How do you look yourself in the mirror every day? Oh, here's my clean body with my dirty underwear. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Under no circumstances. You go commando before you put your dirty yes, underwear yes. back on after you get out of the shower. Preach. Now, as for, well, I didn't shower, so I don't need to change my underwear. That's not going to work either. You've got to change at least once a day. Yeah, uh, yeah for sure. I've, I've been there where I've changed in, in the middle of the day. And if you have a shower, yes. My question would be for this guy, how often does he shower? Oh, good question. I would like to know that. Like, imagine it was like... It takes every week. I take a shower and I put on. I don't know how people underwear. do that. I really don't know how people do that. It shocks me that there are people who can go multiple days without a shower. And maybe y'all don't sweat. Maybe you you just naturally have an aroma that other people find appealing. I don't know, but I could never do that. I need to shower minimum once a day. And usually I'm two showers a day if I've got to go out because I can't get changed into clean clothes without cleaning me at the same time. I feel like, does this guy have enough underwear? Is that his problem? I'm sure that's not the problem, but I would probably, if I was that girl, I'd be like, okay, sweetie, I went to the store and I bought you 15 pairs of underwear. Wear them. So you don't have an excuse, really. It's not, it's okay to do it. Jeans, yeah, wear them more than once. You know what I mean? Sure. Most, some pants, most pants, I'd say. Yeah. You know what? Even a shirt. You feel like, hey, that's a pretty clean shirt. I didn't do much in it this day. I'm going to hang it up and wear it. Next. Sure, fine. But I cro like underwear, there's no question. You've got to change your underwear. You know what it is for me? When I put clean clothes on, I think the best part of putting clean clothes on, whether it's underwear or a shirt or jeans, it feels unworn. There's a feeling to putting on something that's clean. Now, even if you only wore a shirt for Five minutes. You put a shirt on, ran to the store, and came home. Most people could be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to put it back in the closet. I'll wear it again for a full day another time. Great. Me, I would probably do the same, but I'm going to feel like it's been worn. Once your your arms and your shoulders or your legs and your feet go into something, it's it, it's almost like you've broken it. Now it's worn. <laughs> and if you want that good, comfortable feeling when you put it back on again, you won't get it again until you wash it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I see, I see what you mean, but I'm, I'm of the rule of like, if it's not 
notably dirty and I haven't worn it for a full day, you can go back in the hanger. It's fine. You ever heard of a dead person saving somebody who's alive? Never. A dead body that was being transported for an organ donation earlier this year may have saved a life after the hearse came dangerously close to going off of a cliff. Summer Fire and EMS said a man was driving a hearse down Interstate 70 when his vehicle went off the road. Video from the scene shows the hearse hanging halfway off of a (gasps) snow-covered roadway. That's scary. One responding officer says he was surprised that the situation wasn't worse. He says, and I quote, that's one lucky motherfucker right there. The hearse driver, who works for Hubbard and Sons Funeral Home, claimed he went off the road when he was driven off by a red Dodge Durango as they approached a tunnel. The only reason it didn't go is because of the dead body in the back provided enough weight to keep the front upright and not go over the cliff. Mm-hmm. And that casket, those caskets are not light. Right. They're saying if this yeah. guy was driving an empty hearse, he, he would, would have be been dead. dead. That's nuts. Ironically, it was someone else who was dead, who on their way for an organ donation, by the way, that saved this person's life. Wow. Good for him. An astrologer says there are six out of the 12 zodiac signs that have a much higher likelihood of being disliked by other people. And Cat is number one. <laughs> Astrofame's Susan Taylor says Geminis, Virgos, Leos, Aries, Scorpios, and Libras are among the most despised by their peers. Can you believe that, guys? Nonsense. However, one of them, she is dubbing prickly and manipulative. According to her, Geminis are particularly difficult to handle due to their unpredictable personalities leaving people uncertain as to what to expect. With their unstable nature and frequent mood swings, Geminis can be challenging to be around, resulting in unreliable friendships. Who, um, who's this person, sorry, that says this? Her name is Susan Taylor. I wonder what Gemini Astrophane. broke up with Susan Taylor <laughs> and what star sign she is. Uh-huh. Because it sounds like someone who's a little bitter. Cat's a Gemini, for those who haven't picked up on that. I am a Gemini. That. Okay, so I'm really, I, I love horoscope things. I think that you know that about me. And anytime we bring up, we get, you get the chance to look at little horoscope and what that has to do with anything in your life, I'm interested. I watch it. And I always, always know that Gemini is going to be mentioned and dumped on in one way or another. But I'm okay with that. Why is that? Is it because you guys are pricks or what is the problem? No, it's because other people have a problem. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I like the fact that I get to wake up every morning and I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. You're going to find out when I find it. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I was, I was actually chatting with, well, our, a couple of our interns here at the, uh, the Scott and Cat show, they're, they're in the same uh, category of the hated six star signs or whatever that is. And we band together. We're all like, yeah, it's okay. And I told this story too. I'll tell you guys. So I was at, uh, I was at the nail salon once. And it was one of these places that have like a nail salon bar. So they actually like serve cocktails and stuff. So I'm up against the bar. And did you know that exists? I did not know that that exists. exists. It's great. So anyway, so I'm up. They don't have that at the place in Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) It was not at Walmart. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I'm up against the bar and I'm getting my nails done. And there's a a, a girl and her friend that are on the kind of other side of the bar. But I could see them. They could see me, whatever. And she's getting her nails done. She's just doesn't stop talking. But she's like depressing like everything that comes out of her mouth is just irking me and I can't figure out what it is and I'm so but I'm trying not to listen to the conversation I'm trying to watch whatever weird YouTube things that the nail salon has on up here but I can't help but listen to this girl because she's loud 
and she's just ne- like everything was just like I can't stand that I don't like this I blah blah just people I can't stand like negative people I just can't right so I'm like oh God, just get these nails done and get the hell out of here so I don't have to listen to her and sure enough what does she start talking about star signs oh no you know there's one star sign I'm telling you if I I can't be friends with them I and I'm I knew what was gonna happen I could tell what was gonna happen I felt it and sensed it and smelled it in the air. I can't stand it. They can't stand it. Gemini's are the worst. I'm like, you're fucking right. I hate you too. That's why. That's why. Why don't you try being a little more positive and be, and let me be around you without wanting to like yank my own hair out. That'd be great. Uh, but yeah, anytime it, this happens, I feel like Gemini's are always kind of pooped on. But we're used to it. Maybe it's because we can take it. And we like living our life like that. You never know what you're going to get with us. It's fun. When you had that reaction to this very annoying woman at the nail salon, would you describe that as a frequent mood swing? <laughs> Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Maybe. But it was, I stand by it to this day. Were you being prickly or manipulative? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I really want to know who hurt that person. Last thing. A breakthrough. It is a medical breakthrough, and I'm here for it because it affects every single one of us. Mm -hmm. A breakthrough in reversing gray hair has been made by scientists, bringing us a step closer to a future where you may be able to maintain your own natural hair color without having to rely on going for color treatments and things like that. (gasps) Is this a pill? Is this an ointment? What is this? It's actually good old-fashioned science. Okay. Stem cells, known for their ability to differentiate into various cell types, were found to have unique mobility features that allow them to move between the growth compartment in hair follicles. Oh, and I said it with the wrong emphasis. In the growth compartment in hair follicles. (laughs) However, as we age, these stem cells become trapped in the hair follicle bulge and fail to regenerate into pigment cells, which is what gives hair its color. That's what results in the gray. So with this discovery, scientists say they're going to develop a treatment that reactivates these stem cells, which will restore your natural hair color, eliminating the hassle of regular salon visits. Now, how oh. do they get stem cells in India? Well, that's what I'm wondering. Is this like a needle injection? What is this? Is it a regular thing, a one-time treatment? Are they going to take out all your hair and inject it with stem cells and then put it back on your head? I don't <laughs> know how sounds, they're going to do it. That sounds expensive. But they say it's actually surprisingly <laughs> simple what they discovered. And it's really just one small component that as you get older, it just loses its pigment. But it can get it back, no problem, as long as it gets a stem cell treatment of some sort okay so if you're going gray or you're already gray and some people they don't go gray at all other people go gray in their 20s Mm -hmm. and some of them love it some of them hate it right me i'm like uh i'm more gray than not and and that's what happens after you turn 40 i find for guys anyway that seems to be the magic age so if i could go and even if i had to get a shot maybe it's a pill but it'll get rid of the grays and you'll have a natural head of hair for the rest of your life Bring it on. Well, it doesn't guarantee you're going to have hair. It just guarantees the hair that you have won't turn gray. Well, this is true, too. All right. Well, I still have hair. It's just it's turning gray. And and for whatever reason, guys, stop shitting on other guys because of their gray hair. Well, that's the thing is I feel like some people, I, I hope nobody feels like they have to do that. Because some people like having gray hair. And I hope that they don't feel like, oh, now that there's like a, let's say it is a simple pill and there's no side effects. That's not going to happen, by the way. There's going to be shit going down. It'll probably hurt like a bitch. Something's going to happen. Your gallbladder's going to explode or some shit. Who knows? 
But let's say in a perfect world, there's a pill, you take it once, and it's done. I hope it doesn't make people who are like comfortable having gray hair feel the need to take it if they really don't want to take it. You know? I wonder if you can sort of target different areas on your head to get the hair back. Some people really like that salt and pepper look. They they really wouldn't want to go back to the same hair color that they had when they were 17 or 18 years old. I wonder if there's a possibility, kind of like when you get it colored, if you can just do, just turn the top back to normal color and leave the sides the way they are or something like that. I wonder if we'll ever be able to thread the needle on that sort of thing. You yeah, know what I, I mean? Know. Yeah, I don't know. But it, like you said, it is a step. It is a step. So we'll see what they come up with as they continue to research it, I guess. All the important things are being researched. But cancer, no, that's still around. <laughs> Cancer's still here. Did you guys figure out cancer yet? No, no, no fuck that. No, but gray hair. We can get Good. your hair back to its Thanks. regular color. Good focus. Good teamwork. Nice work, everybody. Happy 420. We will catch you right back here tomorrow with another episode of After 9. Bye-bye. Netflix announced that in the coming months, they will roll out paid password sharing in the U.S. Paid password sharing. Yeah, because that's what everyone wants to do, uh, pay their ex 12 bucks a month, right? Like... <laughs> they've done this before, and they've expe- it's expected that they will charge subscribers in the United States an extra 7 or $8 per shared account, which, say what you want about cable, it was a lot cheaper. All you had to do was buy a splitter and climb on the roof of the house next door. Kim Jong-un said that North Korea's first military spy satellite is ready for launch. Keep in mind, a North Korean spy satellite is just a GoPro on a tennis ball. And let's be honest, this spy satellite probably just gluing a ring camera to a stomp rocket, okay? (laughs) 